Welcome to Super Single. Say. <laughs> yes, sir. Mary. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. I hope everybody enjoyed the weekend, the week before, the week that we just came through. Amen. God is so good. Amen. He wants you to follow him wherever you he leads you. Amen. And in, in the midst of that, there's enjoyment. I want you to enjoy your life. I hope everybody enjoyed the past week. Amen. Because today we're here. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice. We're going to be glad in it. Amen. Especially, right? Oh, my gosh. This is like the, the second. This is this. Uh, I keep forgetting to tell y'all. Current status is still single. Instead, it's a single. Amen. But this week, we got it going on. Amen. Because we have a special guest. Amen. A lovely, talented, beautiful, gracious young lady. Her name is Vea. I call her Vey. I love her so much. Amen. She's like my little sister. Amen. But for real, for real, she don't know because I ain't never say this to her. But she's like my baby, man. She's like my <laughs> little baby. Amen. And so Vea is on. We got Vea on here on this week's episode. Vea, say what's up. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Thank Talk you. To the people, introduce yourself, girl. Who are you? Okay. Well, my name is Vea, as Mary said. Um, Currently, I'm about to turn 24 in March. Um, so I'm, you know, I mean, I'm a baby, a little grown baby. <laughs> um, but yeah, so right now I'm just focusing on, um, uh, I am single, current status is single, um, just like Miss Mary. And um, it's just a blessed time, you know, the single season, I feel like, you know, with the, um, in America, we just, we make it seem like it's such a lonely and an isolated time to be single, but no, this is such a great time to, to um, consecrate yourself and to the Lord and just really um, find out for yourself what he desires for you. And not only that, but focus on what you need to do, you know, just as a single person and, and really just growing and healing and um, doing all the things that God has uh, for you to do. Um, so um what else? I started going off on a tangent, but anyway, no, you good, man. That's yes. with or without somebody, right? Focus on yes. what you need to do yes. with or without yes. somebody. Amen. Yes. And um, yeah, be committed, be committed, be committed, be committed. Yes. Be yes. Committed because I think God. one thing that we need to remember is that the goal of life is not to get married, like you know, no, at the end of the day. So um that's like one little you know, bit of the piece, but it's not the whole thing so right it's not the goal it's not the goal and I, I think that's that's um important to know um because some people who know that they didn't always know amen some people who don't know that they need to know amen that's not the goal God has something in store for you as a, as an individual there's something in store for you when you come together collectively with that man of God if you're a woman and with that woman of God if you're a man amen and yes be focused and be committed in your relationship with Christ. Amen. And, and then it goes from there. It goes from there. Amen. And so, babe, what's up with you? Like, what is you doing here? Why are you here? Like, how'd you get here? Why are you single? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I single? What you doing here? <laughs> I mean, I, I would say 
a little petty reason is because you know the man God has for me don't know I'm out here, <laughs> but um, almost you know, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm single because, um, like I said before, you know I feel like, and it took me a while to realize this because I was in um, previous relationships. You know I have been in two serious uh, relationships, and. I just feel like God got me to a place, which is now um, of just wanting me for himself and not in a selfish way, you know, because a lot of times we, well, for me personally, when God said no to me regarding those two relationships, I was like, you know, oh my gosh, you know, God, why would you say no? You know, because they weren't bad men, you know, they weren't bad men, but they just weren't my men, you know, or the my man, the man for me, specifically one man. And so... Um, God just really got me to a point where it's like you're seeking um, fulfillment and you're seeking wholeness in in these men and I can give you that and more plus basically telling me that I was um, God was really lovingly telling me that you know you're so immature and you still have things that you need to learn with regards to stewarding um, a successful relationship or just a godly relationship in general Wow. And so got me to a place where um, he really just wanted me to um, know him and to wait on him and not necessarily, even girl, not even wait for an outcome. Like, let's say he wasn't even going to give me a husband or, 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 a, um, or a godly relationship, but it's not about that. It was more of like, okay, wait on me, not necessarily for an outcome, but just to learn about me and be, and, and just to grow in me. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't necessarily like, um he wanted me to wait and then I'll expect a husband it was just to um wait well in him and to learn of him and to just grow in him really that's what it was so Mm. that's where I am right now and (laughs) and so yeah that's why I'm here because your girl is single but it doesn't mean I don't think that really defines me anymore as opposed to um back in the days when I was like kind of seeking um fulfillment in relationships I'm just here. I'm single, but I'm, but I'm single in what? What's another word? Like single in, and not searching really, but just single and um, just single, in the single on purpose. Any, and yeah, so I think that. Yep. I'm sorry. Yes, that's it. I think that's so uh, beautiful that you said, um, you know, that that doesn't define you, um, because it doesn't. When you're married, it doesn't define you. Those things. Right. Those statuses, that's for, um, I mean, marriage is beautiful. I think marriage is beautiful. God mm-hmm. created the union, and I think mm-hmm. that it is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Amen. But like you said, it don't define you. Those mm-hmm. things are are for paper. When you're doing your taxes, mm-hmm. are you single or are you married? Mm-hmm. I'm, t- I'm talking about like, def- you know, regarding, you know, defining you. They, they define you on paper, you know, in, in other areas as well. Um, but they don't define you. Um like I asked someone the other day, you know, do you think about, you know, the quote unquote fact that you're single, amen. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the person answered or whatever, but um, and I, for me, for me, it, it's, it's, it would be, it's the, leaning on this, it's the same category of question um, as um, do I think about the fact that I'm, you know, a certain race you think about the fact that you know what I mean like stuff mm-hmm. that's every day and it's just what it is 
You know what I mean? Even though this status is temporary, you know, for most of us, I don't, I don't, it's not something that I dwell on or even think uh, about um, probably at all. Um, and if somebody does dwell on, dwell on it and think, think, think on it, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. There's mm-hmm. not anything wrong with that. Um, but it, like you said, it doesn't define you. It's not anything that defines you at all. And so they like talked about, you know, the Lord drawing you and, you know, just wanting him to, wanting you to himself. And mm-hmm. so Pastor Early, you know Pastor Early, so I don't have to say my pastor, you know Pastor Early. Pastor Early always says, God don't want you to be his only love. But he he trying to be your first love. He ain't trying to be your only love. That's what he's saying. And so, you know, you talk about God drawing you in. So concerning, um, you know, relationships and godly relationships and maturity, um, let's talk about godly relationships. What does a godly relationship look like? How would you define a godly relationship? Um, A godly relationship, um, so definitely... Okay, so when I try to define something, I always got to go back to the word. Um, do what you do. Okay. Go to the word. Right, right. <laughs> um, the because, word, girls. Right, because, you know, the worldly definition, it don't match up. But, um, yeah, okay. so definitely the um, a godly relationship is, it has to reflect God. You know, it definitely has to reflect God. Um, I guess the, um, let me think. I got to really think. You take your time. You know, um, the Bible tells us a lot about um, walking after the, the, the spirit and not after the flesh. Um, mm-hmm. So like we were just saying that's an individual thing first. You know, do you have mm-hmm. the fruit of the spirit, um, individual Christian, uh, single? Do you have the fruit of the spirit? Amen. To then be in a relationship and, and know that part of that relationship being godly is your attitude. You know what I mean? There's yeah. a lot to talk about concerning a godly relationship. Um, the Bible tells us what else to be. I talked about this before. To be equally yoked. Yes. How can yes. two walk together if they don't agree? Exactly. I was with. Um, I talked about this before through my video, but I was with. Um, it was years ago. I wa- I was walking with my neighbor, and he was. Um, he was of another. I'm so funny in my head. I'm saying was. And because I'm praying him into the kingdom in my head. (laughs) But he was of another faith. (laughs) And so we had a conversation about um, why it would not work between uh, me and him. It just just won't work. Amen. And so godly relationships and being equally yoked have a, they're, they're one in the same. Amen. And you know what? Let me change the question as a matter of fact, too. Is there room for is there room for somebody um, who's not of 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 your faith, Vea, of the Christian faith, of my faith, of our faith? Um, is it, are they ever potentials? Is that person ever is, can that person ever be a potential? Um, for me, so I always want to, you know, think in terms of my own experience and my own um, just personal um understanding because because yeah I've, I've seen people ask this question to you know numerous um like like let's say on Facebook you know that question is posed on like a um a Facebook group or whatever and so a bunch of ladies answer and and so the answers vary for me personally um of a different faith I I think I believe that um again going back to um biblical truth is that it just I don't think it can work 
I feel like that's the vetting process in which if someone is of a different faith, because um, you said relationship, right? To pursue yes. a relationship with a person. I don't think necessarily a relationship. Now, definitely that's something to consider um, as a friendship because, you know, obviously um, you're witness, witnessing Christ to that person and that can be done in, in the sense of a friendship. But in terms of a relationship, it's a more... Um, uh, it's just a more intimate process in, in terms like because you want to be in a relationship obviously for the goal of marriage personally speaking for myself if I was to be in a relationship it's for the process of um, kind of like you know talking to that person and courting and being courted by a man to get married so obviously if they're of a different faith um, I don't think that there is um, again that equally yoked um, part of it is that you know we're just not on the same page of understanding we're you know um, maybe there is distorted uh, views of the bible and I just feel like to be um in a relationship with someone of a different faith it would just be at odds you know and it's nothing that's good yeah just very at odds and um and just ways of thinking it you just can't be one accord and I think that's so important um I guess going back to your godly relationship question is that to be in one accord in God, I think that's the biggest thing. And for God to, and for Christ, a very uh, truthful view of Christ at the center of your relationship is very important because without that, you know, without that sustaining foundation, it's just, girl, what is the point of being in a relationship with somebody? You're right. That's exactly yeah. right. So, one second, babe. I don't think, yeah, go ahead. Sis. I'm I don't think it can work. I just don't think so. Yeah, um, sorry, I was getting feedback on my end. It was it was my it was my uh my stuff over here, my bad. But yeah, um it it, it just God is so good, he's so gracious and kind that I believe that um, you know, if somebody for whatever reason, um, like you mentioned, one reason could be a distorted view of you know what the Bible says concerning that. Um, but if somebody for, for some reason found their way in that, or if they were in, you know, entered into a marriage relationship and maybe they got saved later. Um, and then the spouse, you know, didn't come to Christ yet. God is so good and so gracious that he knows how to even work in that. Amen. But um, to make the decision and say, you know, I'm saved and I, I, know, I know what it is. Amen. Um, I, I believe there's only one way to God is truth, the life, and his name is Jesus Christ. And then to allow somebody else to, uh, for me, honestly, especially if you're a female, because the man is the leader, as far as I'm concerned, um, there's no argument that in a relationship, a man-woman relationship, that the man is the leader. Amen. And so I say no argument because, I mean, why would it be the other way around? Amen. And uh, based on the word of God, like somebody got to be the leader. And uh, based on the word of God, it's the man. So, um, you know, uh, even as as Christians, um, who are you following? The man is, is the man is saved. You need to know who you're following. Amen. So let alone to be following uh, a man who claims Christ as Lord and Savior, amen, to, then to be following uh, somebody who's of another faith, then you'll have kids, other people are involved, it's just too much, and it just, it's just what works, you, you, you said a certain word that stuck with me, now left me, amen, but it, it, would, it, would, it would be, you would be at odds, is what you said, you would be at odds, and that's not the, that's, it's so not the purpose of a, of a relationship, a marriage relationship, it's, it's to be at odds with, with your spouse, not at all, but yes, 
So yeah, you're so young. Ah, you you ah, you just said it, but I'm so sorry. You you turned 24, 25 in March. Oh girl, I turned 24 in March. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> happy birthday to me. <laughs> happy. No, I'm just playing. But you turning 24, girl, you're so young, and I think that's beautiful. But like. Like what? Like what does like what? What does it look like for a young Christian single? Single, amen. Like how? Not, you know what, fam? Not yeah. even young Christian single. Just Christian single. Period. Yeah. What does um? What does? Well, the young part is crucial, you know, because I think yeah, it's right that you asked and and put the young part because I feel like amen. But this is all of us though, and and you know we're growing up in the time. Well, yes, we're all actually growing up in the time, you know, because this time is so it's just a very critical time of just it's a lot of chaos it's a lot of disorderly you know just a lot of dysfunction yeah and to be and especially because I yeah I mean I feel like um growing up right now in this generation um with the kind of um there is so much uh what is what do you call it there's so much influence worldly <laughs> regarding relationships you know and and there is and especially if you know um let's say the music you know just the the music and the tv and and all these different agendas um yes, they all matter it yes girl and it shapes you know just how young people think nowadays with regards to relationships so um long story short it's hard you know it's hard being a young christian single woman um in these times and i only say hard be, to be realistic but i think it's harder for someone who doesn't know god because they're not plugged in in that way to just truth in general and and also just not plugging yourself into god you're so um, um it's so easy to be vulnerable to just going with the world's flow and um, and I say that with such a, uh, just a, um, I say that with a grain of salt because, you know, I've been in that position before where I'm, um, you know, where it's so easy to see what the next girl is doing and how she's going about uh, being in a relationship and, um, you know, getting the man's attention and things like that. And so you do feel like, um, as a human for myself, personally speaking you do feel sometimes that oh my gosh you know I'm feeling a little left out you know God is um you know not working fast enough and then you get to a point where you kind of want to manipulate the situation and mm. then, Abraham you know, and Sarah you want to manipulate the situation and uh, yes girl that part <laughs> <laughs> you want to manipulate yes girl and and what happens is it you know, and I just realized this yesterday, but when you do stuff out of God's order, it's bound to be so much chaos. And like you said, with, with her example, she went ahead and let her whole husband do whatever with the other woman, like when she could have just waited, you know what I'm saying? And like- Because they had the promise. They had the promise. Exactly. And like, we we so often forfeit our promise because we're so often Ooh. You know, just letting the next person influence us or we're just letting you know looking at the world and, and we're just seeing tangible things and we're not trusting what God already said like so wow. um it's just um yeah so long story short it's hard you know it's hard but um I think that's why it's so important to just really um plug into God and, and really know that it's by his strength because girl by my strength I could not you know what I'm saying I don't have yeah. that kind of 
I don't have that kind of discipline. I don't have, um, you know, by my own strength, I, I, I don't think I could really tell myself that, like, yo, consecrate this time for God as opposed to I'm tuning into what the world is, you know, doing or whatever. But, but as you ask for that strength from God, you know, he'll give it to you to be able Amen. to yourself, to be able to, um, um, you know, renew your mind with the truth. That's so important about, um, you know, and just, and just also renewing your mind to kind of like combat the devil of lies. Cause he will try to say that you're, you know, you're forgotten, like, go ahead, do whatever you need to do to get your man because the other girl already, and you know, people look so happy, especially with the social media thing. Girl. It's so easy to just tune into social media and see a couple and, and see just, you know, the nice pictures and, and the, the imagery of it all. And just think, wow, they're so happy, you know, and, and just to, it's, it's so easy to, to easily distort, um, um, you know, just our perceptions of relationships when we're tuning into social media and stuff like that. But it's so true. It's so true. And so you mentioned growing up, talking about influencers. Did you grow up seeing a healthy, healthy marriage relationships? I, um, so my you know what's funny though so my grandparents relationship really um was one that I saw and it was very it was a godly uh witness of you know how God wants a marriage to be uh, to be very very honest my parents were rocky and there um and there was a lot of marital problems you know with with just different things did you say it was rocky very very and so technically i didn't see um uh, um that was a very toxic um just relationship marriage in in general and so um i didn't see it from them but i but i feel like when i when i think back because i was raised so i was raised with my grandparents for a while and then and then long story short girl i should have said it in the beginning (laughs) introducing myself but I was basically born in the islands. Then we moved here when I was eight. So obviously up from one to eight, I was living with my grandparents, you know, until I, we moved to the United States and I was living with my parents. So I was able to see that at a very young age, what a godly relationship was supposed to look like. So when then I, you know, I was in my parents' household and then all the marital problems were happening, or whatever, yeah. I was able to have, you know, a picture that sustained what I, what I, what I should, you know, a godly relationship look like. Um, so, so what did you take from both of them there, from um, from the good and from the not so good? What did you take from them and how did it shape, shape like where you are, your mindset? Did it do, did it shape it at all? Yes, definitely. Um, for me personally, the love part and the, so love and grace is wow. so important because um, even in my, even in my parents' rocky relationship, I can see so much of God's grace in just that relationship and just um, how just the idea of grace is is more um, is more pronounced in that relationship because um, because God is so good. You know what I'm saying? Like when we yeah. humans um, do things our way, right? You know, it, it looks so just it just looks so ungodly and but his grace is still so abundant that it just, you know, he keeps calling us back. You know, he keeps trying to, um, 
to intervene in the situation and try to fix all of that. So I think for me personally is that I learned so much of God's grace, even through my parents' marriage, even though it wasn't, you know, the best. And then in my grandparents' marriage, when I, when I witnessed them, just, just the love and just the, um, that 13 Corinthians, what is it? Um, I'm sorry. Is it Corinthians, Corinthians 13? You good. Yeah. Corinthians 13 love. Um, and you really witness like, even in their finite, you know, way of, of human interaction, but for, for, for that kind of godly love that you've seen, that I've seen in that relationship, it's like, wow, you know, when, when God is really in the center of something, it's such a beautiful, um, it's just such a beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. And that's so interesting, uh, what you just explained about your family and how you saw your grandparents, they had that firm foundation, yeah. so the relationship was beautiful versus, you know, how it was with, with your parents. The, the reason why I say it's interesting is because that's why you, that's how you know you got to come thoroughly committed to Christ and complete in Christ before you try to get into anything with anybody else. And I say that because your, your grandparents, they modeled their relationship to either your dad or your mom, whoever uh, parents, um, your grandparents are. And so... It's like, how did you see that, but you didn't do it? You got to come on your own and be committed to Christ. Come, come strengthened, come converted. Amen. So that, you know, when God sends you that right one, you can strengthen your brethren. Amen. <laughs> I think that's a big um, part of it too, sis, when you asked, you know, how did it inform my, my views? Literally a lot, you know, because now especially at this time when God really did his own work with me and got me to this place of just waiting. I'm like, wow, you know, it's so important that I don't rush anything like that because it can look like this. You know what I'm saying? And you yeah. know, my example, sadly, but it's so true. And it's just, um, you know, and it's just a, it's so much grace for all of us in this family just to um, understand how God is, you know, still trying to work through us all. Yes, my But it really got me to the point where I'm like, when you rush something that God's doing or when you're trying to manipulate God's will to meet our own needs, that's what it's going to look like. And, and I would never, you know, want to have that. So technically, yes, it really informed me on what I want, you know, how I want to go about having, um, you know, my marriage, what, what I want it to look like and, and just how that influences my, my kids, even, cause it's not just about us, you know, having a, um, um, when we get to a point of marriage, people don't understand that it's a family ministry too. You're raising kids to know God. And it's like, if they see that's that right. situation, you know, you don't want to, that's not the kind of legacy that you want to give your kids. Right. That's exactly right. Cause you know, that baby, that, that child is a blessing of God. And that baby was coming and just so happened to be that God used you, your, your little body as the vessel. Amen. So you got to take care of what God sent you. Amen. So we got to factor them in, you know, as we're trying to figure out what God is doing with our next moves concerning a man or a woman is really this is just all of it is much bigger than, um, you know, what most of the times we just imagine. But so Bea, you said you're, you're waiting. You mentioned you're waiting. What does what does waiting look like? Um, what does that look like for you? And why do you say you're waiting? <laughs> 
um so waiting it's very i guess yeah that's such a broad term but um different aspects of waiting i think um waiting for me means that i am just um just growing my relationship with god just strengthening it you know what i'm saying so i'm really just taking this time to um to seek him as opposed to anything else um and that anything else is you know a relationship so i'm trying to be so fulfilled in god that i'm not really looking i'm not really searching i'm not really wanting um a relationship um waiting also means um sexual discipline you know to to be um consecrated to god in that way and just i know this yes and just to really um really understand what it means to be um the word purity um because Another thing is that a lot of times we need to be careful that we're not idolizing certain things, you know, I, so me um, before it was like idolizing relationships, you know, obviously anything that, that we're seeking more than God is an idol, but for, for even when we're waiting that I'm not idolizing or when I'm waiting that I'm not idolizing purity, you know, it's not like something oh. that you're, you're trying so hard to attain that, you know, you're forgetting that, um, basically saying that I can't do it on my own strength, you know, <laughs> that discipline also comes from God. So really just um, plugging into him. And um, what else? Waiting also means, girl, getting my finances together. So it's so many things. It's just the healing part of just, and then growing, just growing and maturing for myself um, as a woman and um, just getting my finances in order, you know, just uh, financial healing because I have, um, you know, coming out of college, you know, I was taking out loans and things of that nature. So I have to focus on that too, because waiting is not necessarily like, um, I mean, it is always spiritual, but there is so many, like a lot of times we're um, in the society, we're rushed to be in a relationship or we're rushed to get married or whatever. And we haven't had you know, adequate time to really figure out, like, is your finances in order? You know, are you right. able, even able to steward children if they come along? Like, are you a good parent at all? So it's so many things in the waiting period that you can work on as opposed to looking for a man. Like you're really just um, allowing God to really just, you know, perfect everything. Not necessarily perfect because we can't really um, get to a point of perfection in this lifetime, but just um, as far as perfection is concerned, I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to a point where are you really um what's like I mean I guess ready, you know, but yeah, but for God to really work on you because there's so many things that it's just so many things about um our purpose um that has nothing to do with a man really. Yo, you can say that again. Yes, girl. So it's not, you know. You can say that again. And waiting also, um, you know, um, that waiting on God, that can really turn into something beautiful because it can be you serving God and fulfilling what it is that he he's requiring of you, um, you know, in whatever season or time in your life that you that you're in. That's waiting on God as well. Serving God. Amen. And hopefully we're happy to do that because when you get into a relationship, you're going to be serving somebody. Okay. The greatest among them shall be servants. Amen. That's what Jesus said. So is you ready? Is you ready to be a servant? Amen. And so yeah. they, uh, <laughs> I'm so mad. No, that part. God has to really like show me like, okay, do you, sis, 
do you really think that you're ready to be a helper? Because, <laughs> you know, just the way that I am, um, I, I be so independent of certain things. It's like, you're not ready for all that. You know, you're no, I ready. love what you just said, um, the way that I am. Because you got to know you. You got to know you for somebody to say, Aha, I found her out. You know, yes, try to make a lie out of you. You got to know you. Yes, that's another thing you learn in the um, waiting season is about yourself. A lot of people uh, don't know themselves because, you know, they're so, we're so ready to, and I'll say we because, I mean, I'm guilty of this in the past, is we're, I'm so ready to jump into the next uh, relationship to kind of find my worth and identity there when I really need to be you know, doing the work to really know myself. Like, Amen. Yes. And, and yeah, because our worth, um, as, as we know, there is, is found, I'm so glad that this is what it is. Our worth is found in Christ who said that um, we were so much so worth saving. He thought we were worth saving. That he, that he did, like the song says, that he came and gave his life. He sacrificed his life. He would have did it for just me. They, you would have did it for just you. Amen. And I think, you know, um, what what would you say to somebody who's listening? Oh, this is a silly question. I was going to say, for somebody who's listening, and, you know, maybe they don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, but, you know, we, we would say to them, you know, just ask them to come into your heart today and, and come into your life and tell him, yes, that you want him to be your Lord. Tell him, yes, that you want him to be your savior. But to that person, and, and hey, guess what? At, at that point, welcome to the kingdom of God, to the family of God. Amen. God has a place for you. And he's just been waiting for you to allow him to enter into that space in your heart, that place in your heart that you think is a void that somebody or something can fill, but it can never be filled by anybody outside of Jesus Christ. That's what the space was made for. Amen. But so to that person, that's what we tell the people, but to that, and we love you, um, but to that person who, who, who is just now maybe, you know what, maybe just now finding out their identity in Christ or they're learning it, or maybe, you know, they've been walking, but they still don't know it. Amen. And so they're kind of looking for love. Um, you know, I don't want to say in the wrong places, you know, but outside of, of God's love. What would you tell that person? Um, what would I tell that person? Because I've been there, you know, in that situation. So it's like, what would I tell myself now looking back at it? Mm -hmm. um, is, um, well, how did you get to that place? How did you get there? Yeah, it, it, girl, it happened. I think I really finally got to that place when I was down and out, rock bottom. You know, I feel like when we get to that place, to that really really low 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 place i mean and that's not for everyone not not everybody needs to get to rock bottom to really um realize god's grace but but you know for sure when you get there and it's nothing else that you can really do but you know kind of cry out and, and really reach up yeah. um that's when you know for sure that you can't deny um you know that god loves you um in that way because girl like to really be um and I'm saying this from a previous experience that I just recently came out of, you know, I was, I was in a relationship with someone for a year and then, um, and then it was the most heartbreaking thing to have to, um, kind of say no to that person, but say yes to God and myself. So basically saying no to that person, meaning like, you know, we had to break up and everything, but, um, it was necessary for me to get to a point of really just so dependent on God that, um, 
yeah that i mean it got me to this place where i'm single now and but it was such a heartbreaking process girl and when i tell you it was so much sadness so much overwhelm like just a very human experience that i had to go through and when i was in that place um you know i mean i was around my my family they were kind of like trying to help me you know giving me words of encouragement your mom should pray for the world even though you and Start you know, my, other people have friends. <laughs> yes, exactly. And my and my siblings, you know, who are trying to like, you know, just make jokes here and there. But it wasn't. It just couldn't get me through the day. Like I was so sad. You know, I even had my friends praying for me. You, Mary, being one of them, I had my friends praying for me and everything. But when you're down and out in that way, you just feel so isolated, girl. You know, one option is God. And and when I tell you, and for so I guess I'm speaking to whomever it is that is in that position you got to ask him i'm so serious and ask him so to make it personal for you because i think that's the only way to really do it is to you know i can't really tell you i mean i can only like share you know what i've been through but but to make it personal for that specific person to ask god personally to really make it personal so they don't deny it's him working in their life and and really just getting them to a point of contentment because um when I was going through that experience and when I asked God to really do the swift healing in my heart, cause I could not take the, it was so painful and it was so much sadness. When I tell you, I asked God to, to do what he does best in, 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 in the word, you know, he says he binds broken hearts, girl. And what he, he does, and he did that. So um, when he did that and really got me to a place of just, it was so much clarity after that situation. I kid you not, you know, it was the healing, you know, mending my broken heart and then getting me to a place where I was gaining so much clarity about who I am and him and, and what it is that I was deserving of as opposed to what I was settling for. And just all these things that just um, came after um, having left that relationship and just really finding myself in God. He gives, he gave me so much peace. You know, mm-hmm. um, the process again is, is um, he did that for me, but it's also still a linear process. You know, I'm still working through it, um, but obviously his, his strength is what sustains me to keep going. Um, but he, but yeah, God is so personal and he'll make it so personal for you. Like for whomever is going to ask him to do that, to show up and show out for that person. He, he, yeah, ask him and he will do it. I'm telling you, you know, God is funny like that. Because when you ask him to do it, he's like, all right, bet I'm going to show up and show out. Like, just watch, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's the truth right there. You know, the Bible tells us, asking you shall receive, seeking you shall have. The door will be open onto you. God is good like that. He loves you like that. You mean the world to him like that. Amen. So like you said, ask, ask. If you, if you have to ask over and over and over again until you feel like you got an answer, just keep asking. Amen. God will never turn you away. Amen. He loves you too much. Amen. I bless you, Vey. I'm so thankful to have you on here today, girl. You said yes. I'm so happy. Thank you, girl. Thank you for Thank having you. me on. Welcome. We got to have you on again. Hopefully someday soon. In Jesus' name. Amen. But yes, girls, so we thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Amen. It was definitely a blessed and very informative conversation with Bea. Me and Bea, we had one conversation. Amen. So we got to have her back on here. Amen. I hope y'all did y'all homework. If you didn't play it back, get a notepad and a pen and paper. 
Amen. Or a pencil, if you use a pencil, but get you a notepad, do your homework, take notes on what the young lady said today. Amen. She came to bless your life. Amen. But know today that God loves you. We love you. Amen. There's nothing in this world that means more to God than you. Amen. So guess what God wants in return? He wants you to, you know, as a single, even as a, a, a married person, whatever status you, you know, categorize yourself as, God wants you to love him the same way. Amen. More than anything, nothing before him. Amen. So that your focus and so that you'll have focus and you'll have clarity concerning anything and any, everything concerning your life today. Amen. My name is Mary. My girl name is Bea. We love y'all. God bless you. Enjoy this week. And just be sure to tune in next week again for another episode of Say It With Me, Bea. Super single. <laughs> what you say? Oh, I said the meetups part. I was, but I guess it was just super singles. Oh, yes, girl. Single. Love y'all. God bless you. Bye. Say bye to your people, Bea. Bye, y'all. Bye. <laughs>